You're listening to Cardistry Talk, a podcast that explores the new art form of cardistry. I'm sitting down with notable members of the community to talk about how we can improve our cards, creativity, and community. I'm your host, Caleb Smith. Welcome to the show. Today, I'm joined by a cardist out of Germany. His username is Moshpit Meditation, and a lot of people really respect him for his nice, smooth flow, and I'm super happy to have him on here today. My first question for you is just how did you get into cardistry? So for me, it all started when I was trying to learn the riffle shuffle and the bridge back then, because I was always seeing people doing them when we were playing cards, but no one could teach it to me. I just didn't understand it. Then I went on YouTube and I found a tutorial by some German magicians. I learned to move and I just stuck on their channel, learned some more false cards and magic slides from them. And I did magic for approximately one year, but I had way more fun practicing the slides than actually performing them to other people. And that's not really this, the reason of existence for magic. But for cardistry, on the other hand, it's 99% practicing. So you're always working on your moves. And maybe 1% is performing the moves at the end. So that was way more fitting for me. And the act of performance in cardistry too is way cooler so I never had fun talking to other people when doing magic tricks I always felt a little silly when I was doing so and just performing my magic tricks uh, my cardistry moves is just way cooler in my perception so how do your friends and family react to your cardistry so I never kept cardistry a secret but rather than going to people and telling them about the existence of cardistry what would have caused an awkward explanation. Uh, they just saw me practicing it. And then I told them what I was doing. And they were always impressed, I think. And even if they didn't really understand what was so cool about it for me, they always respected it and were very supportive. Yeah. My most requested question was just how did you get your cardistry so smooth? So to get smooth cardistry, I think it's important that you are comfortable with the moves you do. And to get comfortable, what I did was to go into uncomfortable situations. So when I was driving to school every day with the bus, what I did was to practice cardistry in these uncomfortable situations. I put a jacket on my lap that the, cards, uh, that the cards wouldn't fall to the bottom every time and put some over-ear headphones on my ear so that I wouldn't be distracted that easily. And then I was practicing cardistry and my hands were shaking on the bus ride because the drives are not very comfortable and that was the whole point so people see you doing so um, your practice actually becomes at least in the mind it feels like you're performing for other people so at least I have this kind of anxiety and I think that this really helped me because I did this for multiple years and Getting smooth cards just needs years of practice, that's a fact. And another thing that I preach all the time is simplicity. Because it's easier to get simple moves smooth than hard moves. Pretty obvious, I think. And yeah, I think that smooth, easy moves smoothly performed are way more adorable than hard moves performed unsmooth. So you recently created a cardistry combo guide on Instagram. How was that made? Yeah, so filming combo guide was a very uncomfortable thing in the beginning. So I scripted every single word for this guide. I was sitting 
at my desk and I was doing my card screen slow motion for the tutorial while having a smartphone over my shoulder. And at the same time I was not looking at my hands but reading every single word through my script. And this procedure was very uncomfortable in the beginning but I got used to it pretty fast and I filmed the last four videos first take so the first video took me about two hours probably with editing but the last one's only 10 to 20 minutes so and I feel it was totally worth it so how do you make moves and what's your creative process like so in terms of two cuts I've always been a slow creator um, once I find a cool opener I just try out hundreds of ways to transition from this one position and I stick to the one that feels best so I'm not really thinking that much but rather trying to feel what has the most potential for flow and builds a special shape. And this way I'm working my way through the flourish bit by bit, back and forth and from one position to the other. This process takes me multiple months for one single move. And with my move mosh pit I have posted two versions of that. Uh, one was one year ago and the other one was recently. I'm working on this flourish for two years and I'm still not happy with the closer. And yeah, I'm not working on this cut these days, but I will get back to this move soon and maybe I can finish this then. But I wouldn't be able to post that much if I was only focusing on two-handed cuts. So my main focus these days is on combos. And with those combos I have a completely different uh, creative process. So it's like playing with Lego bricks if you want so so I'm just building the moves that I have in my repertoire together and I already have practiced these single bits so I don't have to practice the whole routine for a long time I'm just having to get the new transitions clean and smooth and then I can already record it record it takes me recording it takes me only two or three minutes <laughs> that's pretty cool and after recording most likely I will instantly forget about the uh, routine but I have it on camera I can already came, come back to it in my feed and yeah the feed has become my memory <laughs> and this way I can always explore new routines and this is a very fun way for cardistry these days and it's a very cool hobby this way How have you been able to grow your cardistry account so fast? So I'm not a social media expert, but I found out that good content and consistency are the two most important things when doing social media. So having good content but not posting it on a regular basis will not make you got viral, uh, go viral. But having bad content and posting it on a regular level is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, and one thing that you must keep in mind is when you're trying to reach a lot of people... In social media you will not reach 20k best cardists alive. There are just not that many good cardists out there. You will find a lot of beginner cardists and laymen. But I think that is beautiful too since for the future of our, not for, uh, of our, of our art form that is absolutely necessary. And how I try to entertain those people is with my reels. And for these reels I think it's important that you have simple moves performed very smooth and I always try to synchronize my music to it and having a clean setup because this is how 
the reels seem hypnotizing and people will watch them over and over and this is how I think they will be most likely entertained. What are some of your favorite decks to use for cardistry? So my absolute favorite deck is probably still the Tallyho Circleback in blue. I have used this deck since the beginning of my cardistry journey and I'm still using it and I had three bricks of those but over 20 of those decks are non-usable. I have completely destroyed them in practice. And that's the cool thing. They are so cheap that I really didn't care about it. So actually all of the other cards that I own, the special expensive decks, I didn't buff them myself. They were either gifts or I won them in competitions, um, like the uncut challenge. I want to give a special shout out to Mashpin Meditation for doing this interview. I think he had some really awesome insights and I hope you guys gained a lot of value out of this talk. Feel free to talk in the comments about what you thought and what you feel like you've learned from this talk. Go check out Mosh Pit stuff and thank you for your time.